everybody. This is Michelle with the Tribal Hub team. I'm here today with Andrew Metcalf of Native Network, the president and CEO. We are going to do a quick Q&A on Native Network and uh, the scope of the broadband network for tribes. So, Andrew, thanks for joining us today. Thanks, Michelle. So let's just get right into it. What is the current landscape of broadband for tribes today specific to funding? Well, you know, there's an unprecedented amount of funding available um, for tribes and, and uh, broadband in general. So our focus, of course, is is uh, on the tribal aspect of that with the, uh, you know, the IIJA Biden approved dollars coming out. You know, we had the first round of the NTIA funding that mm-hmm. was going on. I don't think it's all been distributed, but there's another round of of that, a billion dollars or so uh, left in that funding, which I encourage folks to really go after. But on top of that, there's you know several other opportunities for funding um, uh, available through RUS and and uh, you know community connect grants and things along those lines. But the big one everyone's talking about, of course, is the uh, BEAD, which is the Broadband Equity and Deployment Grants total of about $42.5 billion that is being, uh, you know, uh, managed out by the individual states. So that's going to be a great opportunity for tribes to participate uh, in that, in those opportunities. Um, I encourage, you know, uh, uh, tribal folks to interact with the local state uh, governments to, you know, try and make sure they get their share of the money, whether that's an allocation, you know, each state by state basis, but there's some ground rules, you know, potentially waiving of matching funds and things like that, that are uh, particular to tribes need to be talked about and negotiated up front. Uh, A lot of the folks, tribal folks we work with are trying to, you know, ensure that they get between 15 and 20% of the money allocated uh, for broadband dedicated to tribes. Now that's not an automatic, that is something that has to be, you know, worked and and that's through lobbying efforts and, you know, and meeting with your your state uh, broadband office representatives. Sounds like there is a lot happening on the funding as far as broadband is concerned. So, you know, if I'm a tribe, now would be a perfect time to start my project. Is that what Absolutely. I'm hearing? <laughs> yeah. yeah. If you haven't started already, um, I encourage you to um, get prepared. You know, we've learned a lot um, in the last go rounds on the uh, grant funding, how they're operating. You know, the ins and outs, um, particularly with with the tribal uh, perspective. Um, environmental impact have been a huge. Uh, gap that was you know up front and uh you know those things need to be started sooner than later and it's a long process so you need to be uh um, getting organized now at a minimum Mm -hmm. and understanding all the parameters so you don't have some uh gap at the end of this thing so the easy answer is yes start yesterday um (laughs) Uh, you know, it's more complex than that. So mm-hmm. you know, we advise, you know, working with someone that's very familiar with the, the process. Native Network is one. There's others that are available out uh, out there. Um, now is the time. Yeah. And you kind of touched on that a little bit um, when when you're talking about your long term plan. You know, one of the things that we've heard here at Tribal Hub is a lot of tribes are worried about, you know, the sustainability of a project like this and how can they build that into their plan. And it's very important that they do because 
that will make the life of the project live longer. You know, I'm sure you guys run into this quite a bit when you're working with tribes on on projects. Yeah, absolutely. Now we've been working in specifically in the tribal country uh, now for this our going into our eighth year. So very familiar, you know, with with that. And sustainability has been a problem, uh, you know, all along for, you know, you get government funding and it, it's great. It builds something. But how do you keep that going? You know, mm-hmm. technology in particular, our specialty is always evolving. Um, so it takes feed and feed and uh, uh, care to keep those networks up to date and operational. Typically, mm-hmm. that either means finding a grant source that is a lot of longer intervals, which mm-hmm. can pay for sustainability. But ultimately, it's it's how um, are these funded either internally or with external revenue? And, you know, our expertise is helping the tribe define and design networks that are sustainable and um, provide that expertise all along the way. I call it the, you know, cradle to grave um, mm-hmm. process, right? From everything from the grant all the way through operations, we, you know, and others uh, can train, you know, technical folks to be efficient. They, you know, how do you, how do uh, larger, you know, carriers, how are they successful in their modeling? You know, we bring to the table a lot of experience from uh, the very largest of carriers down to the very smallest of carriers and then have actually operated multiple systems. So bringing a unique perspective on how to do that. But really it comes down to, you know, training your folks on the ground, how to run the network. So it's cost effective, you know, using um, contractors and contracts with with uh, um, consultants and and potentially service providers to help manage those networks. Because these networks today are, are fairly complex. I don't want to have to hire an engineer for every discipline that these networks cover. So I need to find somebody who can provide that, you know, a wealth of uh, or a, a breadth of knowledge that helps me with the situations that I'm in today. But I don't necessarily pay for that, you know, uh, all year long. So that and then, you know, identifying potential revenue streams. Um, when we build these networks, they're typically state of the art. Um, networks that can handle a lot more than what they're being built for specifically um, that due to just the, the design and capability of networks. So that excess network can be um, allocated out to a uh, for a profit, right? So mm-hmm. uh, the tribal specific uh, recommendations are get everybody on board with your network, your internal ISP, whether that's the casinos, the government uh, agencies or offices, you know, IT themselves using these networks. And if not, you know, exchanging checks at a minimum, recording that to show that the ISP uh, is adding value, right? So it doesn't get down into the mix. It's very important to show the value, if not through real dollars, through, um, you know, uh, exchange of services that are, that have, you know, uh, uh, value associated with them so that it doesn't get muddied in the waters. Yeah, that's, that's really interesting. That's a great, those are some great points. And it kind of leads me to my next question is, you know, who do you need at the table when you're starting to to make this plan for you know your broadband plan, obviously your technology department, IT, but I mean, just even in your conversation, you mentioned a lot of different titles across a lot of different you know organizations, government, um, enterprises. So who do you typically see when you're, I guess, at the start? 
you know, and maybe in the middle and even the end of the plan, who's kind of bringing that all together. Right. So it, it can go in several different ways, but it, it you know, obviously council uh, engagement, typically mm-hmm. things are starting at the IT level because they're typically the most technological folks at at the uh, tribe. Some tribes, you know, obviously are, are more more uh, uh, technologically centric than others, but really IT is is usually that place where it's kind of born out of, uh, sometimes we hear, you know, the councils are saying we need to do this, but it really drops down to the IT to figure out how to do it. Sure. Um, so we highly recommend building, uh, you know, a stakeholders team, right? And identifying key folks, some of which we talked about, whether that's, mm-hmm. you know, the IT folks, the finance, uh, folks are obviously from a grant perspective, you know, very involved in in that per, you know perspective. Public Works Department, how are they going to benefit? What is going to be required? Yeah, you know, from yeah. from that, mm-hmm. I find that keeping everyone in the loop, not only you gain um, uh, distinct knowledge um, of what their needs are, but you've got buy-in from the front, which is it's very it's much more difficult to create a plan and try to get everybody to agree to it than to involve everyone early on as you're creating that plan yeah and what's going to be required from a you know and this is what comes back to a lot to the environmental as well you know tipo right. the tipo office all of those folks if you make them aware up front they're very helpful um and uh you know can uh, provide a lot of useful information in the development of the plan on top of that you know, seeking out external resources, um, consulting. Um, how do the how do this uh, grants work? How does technology work? What is it that we need? A pre-engineering plan, right? And mm-hmm. pull them all that together, um, so that you're prepared to go uh, um, uh, write a grant, a winning grant, um, or at least one that has a much higher chance of succeeding. Identifying all those critical factors that you know, uh, have to be identified in the grant up front and where that, you know, planning that the financial components, a lot of times that gets missed, right? I didn't know I needed yeah. to do this, right? So right. that's why it's important to get that input back from uh, external resources uh, as well. Yeah, that's great. Such great points. How long have you been working in this uh, in this industry? Uh, about 40 years overall. I don't want to date myself too much. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, starting out in the uh, uh, Marine Corps uh, in high tech, you know, aircraft and such uh, engineering degree, uh, mm-hmm. worked with cellular, uh, built a cellular company, a competitive telephone company, worked for many, many uh, of the top tier uh, um telecom companies around the country and, and worldwide. So really a wide great. space and long-term, uh, which kind of makes us a little bit uniquely qualified to talk to every technology, you know, from satellite all the mm-hmm. way down to copper, you know, the lowly copper transport. So it yeah. helps us out. Great. Oh, absolutely. All that background. That's awesome. That's so cool. And if a tribe is watching this today, how can they reach out to you, Andrew? Well, um, our website is the easiest place, uh, mm-hmm. nativenetwork.com, and it'll get you all the contact information. Um, feel free to to uh, call in. We also attend uh, several of the tribal-specific uh, venues, NTTA, we highly recommend. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, with uh, um, uh, that's really primarily focused on broadband and, uh, right. you know, uh, how to 
and that a lot of information you know freely shared there a lot of the, the contractors and consultants attend that and so you get a great um uh, feel uh there can talk to you know folks directly we attend that obviously um tribal net is another one uh, that's primarily kind of based around it centric but it does mm -hmm. obviously touch on broadband so those are great ways um to uh um, get uh, uh in touch with us and we're happy to engage and and uh, discuss your opportunities and uh you know even help solve some problems I always say that, you know, the first phone call is free and uh, take advantage of it and, you know, follow yeah. on. If it's just a call or something, you need information, we're here to serve. We, you know, it's not necessarily all about the Benjamins, you know, the money. It's helping solve this uh, unique problem, especially in, in Indian country where, you know, we have a, a, a networks that maybe have been left behind um, yeah. coming up to speed. Um, so, you know, we're, we're here to help. Andrew, thank you so much for your time today and doing this Q and A with us. We appreciate it. And we look forward to seeing you at Travel Night this year. Very good. Awesome. Awesome. Thanks, Michelle. Appreciate yeah, thank it. Thank you.